So here we go, guys. Another episode with Raven's Nest Vedic Astrology Podcast. Again, it's Vedic Astrology. This is not Western. Just putting it out there here again with another episode on current planetary transitions. It's September 6th, 2021. Um, we have a new moon occurring today. Sun and moon being conjunct when that's that's what a new moon is. And then two weeks from now, on September 20th, we'll have a full moon, but we'll get right into all that in just a little while. Uh, I'm your host, along with my partner here, Solar and Lunar Mysticism, bringing together a little collaboration to discuss, to explain, to just elaborate, and to have just daily discussions of the planets, of the constellations, of all of these magical things that actually may not be as magical as we think. They're mundane, they happen constantly, they're part of reality. So, but with that, I think all things are magical and let's get right to it. So new moon happening right now in the nakshatra of Purva Val Valguni. Sun is in Leo from it was from August 16th to September 16th and we'll be in Nakshatra of Purva Falguni for about the next week, I believe. Yep, right around September 13th. It'll go into Uttra Falguni. And so we're deep in the Falgunis right now uh, yep. in Leo territory for all of you that do not understand what Purva Falguni is. It is a nakshatra or a division of Leo, which is fully Leo. So if you're feeling that I want to be on stage, I want to, you know, be the life of the party, or I'm so tired, I don't want to do anything, you're definitely feeling that Falguni energy, aren't you? Yeah, I think I was for sure. I Falguni's as we're going to talk about, have a tendency to be couch potatoes at times from what I have studied. And I'm not a Leo, and I don't have anything in Leo, but I think it's where it's transiting for me. It's made me feel a little sluggish, and that's a pretty good uh, just connection that I already made to that nakshatra just because I wasn't feeling it today, but, you know, got to get, gotta get the ball rolling. You got to get off the couch to get inspired sometimes, or you get on the couch to get inspired. Either way, the couch, the hammock, the resting place, that place, you know, on Labor Day where you're feeling like, I really need to relax, that is Falguni. And right now, the sun and the moon are there, so you might be feeling like you don't want to do anything today, and that's okay. Sometimes we need that to rejuvenate, and I think that's a small lesson that I've seen um, in the Falgunis. You need to uh, balance work and play. Yes, indeed. Now, Falguni, Purva Falguni is from 1320 degrees to 2640 degrees of Leo. Um, and we're going to get into that nakshatra, but first let's just cover real quick where the planets are at right now. Uh, we have, of course, Mars just moved into Virgo, so in Virgo now from the 
5th of September till October 21st. Um, and there will be a little bit of a conjunction with Mercury. Um, and they had been conjunct already in Leo. Uh, I, I guess this is random, but I saw, I, I came across somebody who had a, uh, come across a scenario of theft. And as an astrologer, I'm always trying to connect the dots. And I was like, that's some kind of Mercury Mars conjunct manifestation. Uh, it was probably just not in the best of houses for those people because they did get caught and as you probably should when you steal something. But I thought that was an interesting moment uh, of that conjunction in somewhat of a bad form because they aren't friends. Mars and Mercury aren't friends. So there's, you can have like a clashing scenario between your logic of Mars and then you have like, or, or rather less logic more so for Mercury, it's it's thinking with intelligence, and then Mars is more of like action. I don't want to think; I just want to act and project and just be in my body doing something. So there's those moments where they, whatever it is, they all collide and uh, can sometimes make us make the the wrong move. Uh, but moving on, we still have Mercury in Virgo, and we'll be there until. 22nd of September, then it'll move on into Libra. And then Mercury goes re retrograde in Libra r right around the 27th of September. Uh, so we can share a little bit more about that in the next video later down the road. Uh, Mars is getting, or excuse me, Jupiter is getting really close to, to the cusp of Aquarius Capricorn again as it's been retrograde. So still in Dinishta though, and we have a video about that if you'd like to go check it out. Um, and Venus is now sitting in Libra and will be there till the 1st of October. So that's a great placement for Venus. Uh, can bring out the creative artistic side. feels very comfortable in that sign. Um, and then, of course, slow-moving Saturn's hanging out in Shravana Capricorn. Um, but yeah, we have plenty more to talk about with the Falguni energy. Oh, and Rahu Ketu, of course, still Rohini on Arata. But, but Rahu's going to be changing nakshatras um, almost to the later part of September into Kritika. So Rohini's, you've been feeling that Rahu on your uh, planets, it's going to be moving into Kritika. So it won't be as close of a... Um, energy field for you and you'll get a little break and the Kritika people are now going to get that Rahu energy uh, highlighting their chart and uh, that should be interesting to watch because I think uh, Kritika is going to bring us some new insights as we get towards this uh, year's end and um, we've coasted through the summer um, I think it's been a better summer than last summer we have more knowledge and wisdom than we did the past year. So we'll see how we use that after, um, you know, we get into the fall and get out of this fun uh, Falguni energy into the more, uh, I'd say, serious part of the year. But for now, um, let's talk about Porva Falguni. So 
I wanted to talk about um, some people that can give you a good idea of what this is all about. And, um, you know, when you think about Porva Falguni and Leo, Leo is a very solar energy, right? And solar represents the government. It represents people in power. It represents your soul. So I thought of people that might be the best to show us what is this energy like and i have some interesting uh choices for i chose three government figures and i think they're very instrumental in their time but they're still making an impact on our time so we have john f kennedy who is our 35th president uh he was porva falguni and if you know anything about him he is quite controversial but he is still talked about to this day as a great speaker and he had his ascendant and moon in Purva Falguni and they say that people that have their moon in Purva Falguni are excellent speakers so we always think about Purva Falguni as being this place of relaxation but the other symbol of this is the stage where you speak because many great actors and people that are experts in their fields have a Falguni placement. So we get that with JFK because you see people constantly quoting his speeches, watching his videos. He He's good to look at. He's great to listen to and he has knowledge and wisdom and he captivates those who speak and that is the energy of this star. And Interestingly enough, the guy who took over after he was assassinated, Lyndon Johnson, also has Porva Falguni. How about that? So we go from one Porva Falguni leader to another Porva Falguni leader. And also the director of the CIA, George Tenet. He's also Porva Falguni. So we have very high positions and high-ranking officials in this star. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting because you have these people that are, um, you know, they didn't have the best relationships when it came to their home life, but when it came to their work, they were in the top of their field. And this is also a wealth giving nakshatra. So you see these people have the wealth, right? And ambition. That's another quality that's part of this. Very ambitious. Yeah, it's uh, awesome about the Falgunis, and I have one as well that it just came up on the spot for me, and that's uh, Tony cool. Alva. Oh, yeah. So, cool. And if you don't know who Tony Alva is, he was pretty much a pioneer for the skateboarding world. So him and his Z-Boys... And for anyone who doesn't know, that's his clan. That's his Falguni clan. So uh, he had, and just by looking at his chart from his ascendant, he had 11, or in his 11th house, he had Mercury, Mars, Sun, and Falguni. So, and this is like, you're born to have a clan with you at some point in your life with that kind of conjunction in that specific sector of your life. So if you know anything about the history of his life, there was a lot of partying, 
but a lot of social status and a lot of just outward uh just publicity in a way so like he wasn't necessarily just known for his skills as a skateboarder he was really known for just being who tony alva that was like a lot of what he's a, and a great example of someone who branded themselves and their self-image became popular right that's a great example i didn't even think about him but he has definitely i mean even the words like you know that describe this nakshatra dynamic charismatic charming genuine qualities of leadership refined talented in fine arts those all define this guy he was refined he refined the art of skateboarding and made it cool he made it a lifestyle that people sought after and even if you think about where he was born or where he did this sunny california it's the stage for his brand and his life yeah now to correct me if i'm wrong but Porva Falguni would mean something like former fruits of a tree, right? From the d definition of Porva Falguni, like the word for word, right? Yeah, it's the fruits of the tree, right? Because the, the Falguni is the, the fruit. That's the right. nice definition. There are a few definitions that relate uh, Falguni to more sexual and procreation type uh, energy but when you're talking about it it is a fruitful nakshatra yeah so that's pretty interesting it makes you know it is an original fifth house placement so the dharma houses do have a bit of a positive lucky feel towards them and i think just as a you know to keep this balanced it's not always positive uh falgunis are known for being quite self-indulgent and perhaps slothful but you know that's a it's a tall claim to make if we were saying that about every falguni so uh it's just worth noting that if you have more of a falguni you know there's going to be those days of slothfulness or perhaps just what you would call r and r and perhaps after knowing this that's what's meant for that person to experience, you know, to say like, yeah, you are kind of gonna want to do what you wish or not work for a week or, uh, you know, be a tad bit hedonistic. <laughs> yeah, that definitely goes with this nakshatra because you have, yeah, you have all these strengths and these people are the ones that are, you know, achieving. But when you achieve and you overachieve, you tend to burn yourself out and you're not working with balance. And when you're creating a lack of balance, then you get into these kind of, uh, you know, behaviors of, you know, like you described, excess, indulgence, um, impulsive, impetuous, indulgent, selfish, reckless, all these kinds of things. But, you know, that's how we learn, right? We we do one thing and then we realize that's probably not a good look. That didn't make me uh, look very good. And if you're, you know, in this Falguni energy, you're going to uh, notice how people react to you because this is also, you know, if you don't have planets in Porva Falguni, you could definitely feel this energy, especially if, you know, it's the sun right now. The sun affects everyone. So we could be... Um, 
feeling those energies make us want to be you know adored or on you know the one that everybody pays attention to this might be how you're feeling and it could be because maybe you have something in an opposite nakshatra as well because those opposites are what creates the balance and um in our lives and another thing that i thought was really interesting about this um nakshatra was that the dalai lama also has this nakshatra his moon is here and his moon is with venus and neptune hmm. and wow when you think about the dalai lama he is definitely surrounded by falgunis and these are different kinds of falgunis they're monks you know, he's got his yeah. monks. He is ne You never see that guy alone. He's got guys all around him all the time, right? And he's so fun and he laughs and he just, he goes on stage and everybody looks at him. He's got that magnetic energy. He's, he's an artist. He's, he's the one that, you know, he kind of is like a diplomat as well. So he's playing a couple of roles. He's not just a spiritual leader. He's He's kind of the diplomat for his people um, and for the world uh, to teach the world about different things. And he's not really teaching religion. He's kind of teaching how you can deal with life. And for a Falguni, um, that makes sense because what's their goal? It's happiness, right? They're about the sensory experience. They're about prosperity. Um and they're also experts in martial arts. And, you know, if you don't know that about Buddhist monks, they are most of the times experts in martial arts, even though they don't look like it, they are. So when I thought about the Dalai Lama, I thought he would be a great example to talk about um, in Purva Falguni uh, because he is kind of bridging all the gaps in this, but he's providing a really positive example of the Falguni nature. Yeah, Purva Falguni seems like the nakshatra in the sign of Leo that is close. Well, they're all in Leo, right? But one that kind of emulates Leo at its fullest seems to be Purva Falguni. Uh, it's like a there's there's a creative uh, theatrical side to this, and that's part of that. Uh, Leo energy in the original fifth house as well um, and I had another one that came about and I just remembered this off the top too Serge Tankian oh yeah so but his according to what I'm seeing is it's only his Venus but he has Sun and Mercury and Maga and Purva Falguni's ruled by Venus so yeah. he's got an excellent Venus and if uh, you don't know who Serge Tankian is he was in this awesome band called System of a Down. And if you've never heard them, you've got to listen to them. And he was great at being kind of a stage performer. He was an amazing stage performer. If you ever saw him, he his face was really expressive and his lips, right? And that's another thing about this nakshatra. People with prominent Purva Falgunis, their lips. You're always looking at their lips. They want you to look at their lips, either talking or they're just going to make faces you know with their lips or their eyes very expressive uh so yeah that's a really good example of uh a, of a great venus placement because it's not just about the sun and the moon because you know venus in its own 
Venusian nakshatra will give all those benefits and he was really successful yeah i think that's definitely what made him a great not only musician but a, a great showman truly yeah his story is pretty interesting because he wanted to share with the world his heritage in all of his music as he got older he started to talk about his heritage and about how he wanted his father to uh, be behind his journey and uh, support him and he wanted to bring awareness to you know um, Armenian people and the things that they experienced and he really brought that out for the world to see and he has the respect of his parents which is very rare especially when you think about the kind of music that he created it was kind of wild it's not something that your parents would want to listen to unless they heard the message and that's where he kind of got everyone he got the youth with like the cool crazy music and then the style of how he looked and then he got the families and the parents interested with the message so that's a, a great Falgini example of someone that's using their stage to share um, the essence of their soul journey yeah it's definitely it's something that I think a lot of Leos have is a tendency to go towards just they do tend to go towards the limelight but in usually it's in a manner that is charged by something they they are they are their heart moves them towards and perhaps that's that dharma or fire element that it's you know for surge it was he was charged by the political situation of his homeland uh tony alva was i know he had trouble with his family life but it ultimately became like an art for him so that's an example of how he sort of where he took that fire element and then uh john f kennedy obviously was a very prolific figure even to this day um yeah another um i have two actors here who are very different but i'm sure everybody knows who these people are samuel l jackson and natalie portman they are both well known in their fields they are considered expert actors and any director would love to have them in their movie because they know they're going to get people to watch it and that's that's the essence of leo can you put on a show that everyone's going to want to watch right and these two actors they do that you, you know natalie portman started acting when she was a child and by the time she was in her 20s she was wildly famous prosperous but her relationship life wasn't so much so uh you know and that's what happens sometimes samuel l jackson's more private about his relationships but he's just you know that kind of person like he seems relatable you know it seems like he's coming from his heart they they both do right when you see them act in a movie you really believe what they're doing mm. and and yeah porva falguni is completely in the leo rashi and it's a very solar energy so sometimes yeah like you said people could get burned from this energy because it's too much but that's we all have a lesson in each uh, nakshatra and rashi to understand and that that lesson in this rashi is you know don't burn out don't burn yourself out 
So um, another thing that is often talked about with Purva Falguni or the Falgunis is that this is a very auspicious nakshatra for marriage or relationships. This is the nakshatra when the procession of Shiva's marriage began. So this is a, a time when most people in the Vedic culture will celebrate relationships. And they say it's a very auspicious time to honor relationships, whether it be with marriage or celebrating an anniversary. This will bring abundance to that couple. So that's a nice way to kind of bring balance. Let's say you're, uh, you know, have Purva Falguni sun or moon or even Venus and you haven't been feeling lucky in the relationship realm, but you're making that money. Well, maybe what you do is when the moon transit this nakshatra, you, you know, do an offering of maybe you get some flowers or uh, you light a candle and you say a prayer that you can, you know, uh, invite um, a relationship into your life, be it romantic or a business relationship, because this is, it's not all about romance all the time with relationships, especially with the Falgunis. It's about attracting the right people around you to help you achieve your goals and um, working in a world where we need to um, really understand that our differences um, are not going to be integral to our relationships when it comes to business. It's a, a nice little uh, time to observe that you can have great business partnerships with people, but not agree with them on everything. Yeah, and I think that's part of both Purva and Uttara Falguni as, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the foundation or Shakti is to live in union of polar opposites. Right, right. So there's a, a theme around wanting to like, there's there's compatibility that becomes necessary for this nakshatra and i think it's part of the social aspect the business and overall just a spiritual lesson in falguni's lives um i think it's clear that any prominent falguni person you meet that they're they'll say it's it was not just uh i it was definitely those that i was in association with so um that's a pretty powerful lesson and not just for them, but for everybody, you know, I don't think we could do anything without uh, a lot of uh, hands and hearts coming together. And like you said, the transit of Falguni is a time where you can meet people. Um, I remember, and I'm not a, I'm not a party monster or anything, but I do recall uh, this was actually last year going to a, a friend's party and it was a, a super fun party like it wasn't over the top crazy uh nothing insane but it was just fun there was a lot of people having a great time and i realized too it was a full moon falguni that night so you know perhaps these are all uh, just observations but things you do remember um but yeah they there's a lot of theme around this being as Falgunis, the two stars in the backside of the lion. That's Sazma and Shirtan. 
and then MAGA would be like the head of the line if we were actually looking at the constellation. So, uh, and it's almost as if those back, the hind side of the lion is like pointing at the sexual organs of the lion. And that would be considered a symbol, symbolic message of, you know, the phallus too. So there's these correlating themes of uh, Venusian things, the lips. Uh, so I thought that was very interesting to see just by looking at the cosmology. Right, and also the Shiva Linga is often used as the symbol of Purva Falguni. And um, if you don't know what that is, it's a stone that is often looks kind of like uh, the planet Jupiter. It's like reddish and has these like swirls. Sometimes it's black, but it's long. And it's also called the cosmic egg because it can be the, the female, which is like an egg that is born, but it's also the male, which is the initiating and procreation factor of it. And in Vedic culture, a really amazing remedy is to pour milk on a shivalinga. So if there's a temple near you, or if you have your own shivalinga and you put it in like your hand, uh, to symbolize the union of the male and the female, you can pour milk over it, and that will be like your own um, cleansing and uh, I don't want to say wish granting, but more like uh, you know, inviting things into your life or asking for a blessing with this uh, Shiva Linga. And uh, let's see, there's a couple of other things that are um, talked about in this nakshatra. Uh, you mentioned luck and fortune, and the deity is Bhaga. Uh, and Bhaga is um, considered the deity related to granting wealth. So that is why a lot of these people tend to uh, accumulate wealth in this lifetime unless they have you know some kind of yoga or um, you know planetary combination that would deny wealth um, this is often seen with this nakshatra and it's considered uh, that Bhaga was blind and he was blind so that he can impart the wealth to whoever earned it right um and also knowledge and detachment in regards to the wealth because attachment to the wealth would lead to the suffering of the individual and uh one last example of someone really powerful is arjuna arjuna and krishna uh being the two that were fighting in the Kurukshetra war. Um, this is the birth star of Arjuna. And the word Arjuna means silver and shining and bright. And those are all qualities that you think of when you think of someone that has this placement. They are bright in their field. And um, Arjuna had all of the qualities of this nakshatra as well. He was trained in song, dance, uh, by the Gandharvas who were the celestial musicians. So he had the best training 
as goes with a lot of people in this field. They have the best training, so they tend to be the best in their field. And he was actually said to be born uh, between the Falgunis, so when the moon was transiting between both nakshatras, which is a very rare placement. And he was also um, an expert at um, uh, archery. So that's another person that I can think of that really has the qualities of a Falguni. He had his friends around him and his guide who drove his chariot in the war was Krishna and he's a Rohini. So there's some, there's some kind of special um, energy between Rohinis and Purva Falguni that maybe you can explore. It definitely intrigued me to see that because it's been written about a few times. But this was the example that was the most prominent. And it could be because both of these nakshatras, Rohini and Purva Falguni, tend to be very, um, make very beautiful people. They tend to make very intelligent people and very um, sensual people, people that are very sense oriented. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much. great summarization of everything I could say or think of about Falgunis. Uh, I know that something else to point out, and perhaps this has to do with why they are usually surrounded by, by friend circles, is that Shakti is like the, it's the creation, it's unionship, and the desire is to have the best share amongst the gods. Now, I think it's a, a huge lesson around um, knowing that you can't really um, hold everything onto yourself or that without the help of others, you can only go so far. Um, and look at the, what's the original fifth house in astrology? It's children. And the original fifth house would be the fifth sign of Leo. So there's like this, you know, to procreate or to be creative, uh, you have to live in unionship. You have to be diplomatic or uh, willing to collaborate with people in order to, uh, to to really, you know, show your truest sense of a leader. Uh, I think as a the sign of Leo, obviously being the lion and all these charismatic characters, they would they're not leaders without all the people around them you know uh, only an Im immature and imbalanced leo would say it's all because of me this is all what i'm gonna do and this is all that i can 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 i was gonna start rhyming all of a sudden but you can you can imagine that uh, uh a leo that hasn't necessarily learned to play nicely can only get so far so um yeah, that's a great observation. I think it, that's it right there. You know, the Falgunis wouldn't exist without their friends. You know, ultimately, uh, this is a minutia, so it's a very human nakshatra. So what is the essence of human experience is other people. You can't live alone and experience the world. You're going to have probably not such a great time because you're not, 
I mean, most of us are not great at everything. We need other people to help us. That's why we have, you know, businesses. That's why we, you know, order things online because we can't make them, you know, we can't make these microphones we're talking on. We had to order them from a company that did that. So you have to honor the experts in their fields and that's collaborative effort is really, I think, what the essence of the Falguni nature is. It's collaboration, it's creation, it's initiation, it's being bold and fearless, but also knowing when it's time to say goodnight, when it's time to say, I need to take a break for a couple of days and lay in my hammock and just let this all simmer in. And I'll be back in about a week and I'll be refreshed and ready for the next business meeting. Boom. And we'll be ready for the next episode. Uh, so thank you for bearing with us. We're exploring, you know, how to do this podcast every episode. We're just kind of, you know, talking about what we think is important about these nakshatras. We're not really trying to talk so much about the, um, you know, the typical uh, facts related to nakshatras. We're talking about the exemplar, you know, like the, the exemplary people or people that are going to be um, a good way to understand the energy and how the planets interact in these nakshatras. Exactly. And our episodes are still on Anchor, uh, being distributed across multiple platforms, Google, Apple, and Spotify. Uh, taking a break from the YouTube for now, we just have found that we want to stick to this being strictly on pad podcast platforms. Um, but stay tuned. Perhaps we'll have more videos out and we'll have news on that to come. Uh, so all information, how to get a hold of us, please check out our websites, mindsolarmysticism.com and lunarmysticismcom.wordpress.com is the other website. So feel free to reach out to us for consultation and we'll see you for the next episode. Bye. Om Namah Shivaya and Happy New Moon.